about five kind stories where I talk about the supernatural, ghosts, whatever. Um, this is a disclaimer. Um, please respect the topic that I talk about um, because it it's a, it's kind of like a cultural topic. this up for this episode is because I watched the documentary and there are some few things that I heard like firsthand from before I saw the documentary so there's a few things that I've seen firsthand which I can say that the documentary is true and this is for uh, um, the Filipino pop culture class at University of Hawaii Manoa. This is a pretty interesting class if you're interested in learning about Filipino pop culture. Definitely take it from Professor Bazinga. Shout out. So, anyways, um, first I kind of want to talk about the Aswang. Like I said, um, so the Filipino culture, they believe vampires exist, werewolves, whatever they come to. Basically, like the ones that I know of that's pretty known in the Philippines is the Wok Woks, aka vampires. Um, the reason why I'm going to talk about this is They tend to gravitate towards that. Um, so, here's a backstory about that too. So, I used to live in a place called Evo Villages or Tenny Village. And in Tenny Village, that's like the old plantation um, houses. And there's also a sugar mill there too. The only reason, I, I feel like I kind of have to talk about this in this years I've seen it and not only few people know that I've seen it and my neighbors seen it. So 
when I used to live in Davao, this was back in Okay, so my room was basically facing the road. We had no fence, and my dog was by my window. So I tied to a big hundred-year-old mango tree. And so I, and he had like this huge dog house that I couldn't. I and pretty much anybody could fit inside, and I'm five feet six. So I probably could have slept in this dog house. That's to give you an idea how big, how big it. I guess it was so loud that my neighbors saw it, so I can't, and because I had like a, my bed was so high, I could see my auntie looking through her window, looking at me, so she's waving me off, and she's like pointing to the, the road, so I look out to the road, my dog's hiding in the, like whimpering and hiding in the big, the big dog house, and I see this dark figure, like, walking slowly, like, clueless almost, then it stopped. And then I saw the body detach from the lower half, the lower extremity. Then the upper body took off like there's wings and stuff. So it ended up on the roof. So I look out the window and I see my auntie, like Aunt, Auntie Dolores. God, uh, rest in peace, Auntie Dolores. I, I miss you a lot. Dolores' daughter is pregnant, I'm not sure. So it takes off. And so I look back out to the road 
and the, the full moon was just hitting that lower torso it looked it looked pretty disgusting and at that time I did not know what to do but all I know is I freaked out I was like holy shit I actually seen something like supernatural so the next day I don't know how the topic came up with this medicine lady so she tell she basically I don't know like these the Babylons or the medicine woman they they're good at sensing stuff and I remember the lady I forgot the lady's name this is like over 30 years ago but the lady actually we saw her getting I didn't lie, I said, yeah, I saw her, but I couldn't believe my eyes. And so she goes, like, she, she goes, she tells me, you know, somebody in Banana Town. And she says, you know, back in the day, there was one of those castles in Banana Town. So they walk up, but now it's, they're gone. And, oh, and my, my, keep in mind, my dad wasn't, I gotta tell you about what my dad said after. So, she's telling me about this stuff. And then she tells me, you know, the e- easiest way to kill them off is if you pour Hawaiian salt on the lower body. Because it burns them. The sodium burns, you know, I guess like anything else, like if you have a wound and you pour Hawaiian, like salt in general, shit's gonna burn, right? And she told me, if you want to fight that, you throw Hawaiian salt or salt on the body, and that, but it has to be detached. And it's like one of my earliest um, memories of dealing with that. And so, I think it's like a week later, two weeks later. The only reason why I'm it is because it's just one of those things where you, these stories, it's it sticks to your mind forever when it, it either freaks you out or you find it interesting you, you know you remember it and so my dad comes home and my dad was working at Wall Street as a and so yeah, the car front operator is like if you work in a transition back in the day that's like on the top like the top scale pay back stories already you know how scary can this be so I'm like so I'm like yeah how scary you know I just said that so my dad goes 
not ask long to walk walk you know yeah he got beat up you know and i looked at my dad and i'm like i'm like rubbing my face like the fuck are you talking about like no 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 the old man this old man from banana town he got beat up and he's a good worker but it's weird like he he knows it that he told me the old man knew he was a, like a aswang but he from what my dad was told me cuz they came and my dad were close to it for some reason the aswang i guess it never bothered us like he he kind of in a sense kind of knew not to bother us but i just remember my dad saying that the old man is so nice then he pointed me out to him and my dad's like son Besides the obvious black eye and bruises on the body, but the people that was under him, they're actually bragging that they caught him and beat him up and they hit him with a bat, fucked him up, but they couldn't kill him. And the only reason why those people that did that was because they wanted that strategy, that satisfaction. So the old, the guys were bragging, and my dad was. My dad felt bad. I kind of felt, actually, yeah, I kind of felt bad too. Like, you know, the guy doesn't bother anybody, even though he's mindless. But he never bothered my mom or like me or whatever. And it just doesn't feel right. You know, like it doesn't seem right. You just. Beat somebody up for shits and giggles, knowing that they're something that's not of this world. Um, so back to, I guess back to the beginning. I gotta backtrack now to right to the beginning when I was talking about the documentary and stuff. So the documentary doesn't go much into how did the Filipinos. Deal with like the like the different spirits or the aswangs or vampires or whatever, and they they brought up the typical stuff like um, garlic, salt, those stuff. But when I spent my time in the Philippines, I went talk to some shamans. One of the ways they deal with it. Uh, Oh, and they even talked about the disappointment. I have a picture of it somewhere. I wish I could post it somewhere on this to show it off on my podcast. But it's coconut oil with herbs and whenever they like all mixed together, if something's evil enough, it would bubble up all the top to top off the top, even if it's still And I have a picture of it like it exploded because I remember uh, in my room in the Philippines something had happened in my room to Mercury and a brand new bottle that I had which was sealed like sealed tight like I checked it it was sealed tight the top popped off and there was oil all over the place 
like after I got toned down on my dad. But yeah, so but anyways, kind of going off topic here. I'll talk about that later. <coughs> Excuse me. So yeah, so that's one of the things they use to either sense or get rid of it is that the coconut oil and the the herbs, the herbal medicine that's in that coconut oil that combines together. So that's one way to defeat it. They talked about that in the video, but they didn't talk about pouring salt on the lower half of the body, which I found that was used on Filipinos too. Like, if you're a Filipino, you like traditional Filipino. I think if you're a traditional Filipino, you know how this works. So usually, even Hawaiians too. Hawaiians have something similar. But, um, the Filipino style, the tradition now is you mix like um, three cups of rice and then like two cups of salt and you have to like mix it. You don't cook it. That's the thing, you don't cook it. But you walk around like you have a property you walk, you walk around like a property like if it's a house like a I don't know how to explain it to you, but like if you have a regular three-bedroom house and you have a yard, you do like the three, you just walk around and you say a prayer. Lord's Prayer is fine to protect yourself. So you kind of mix it up and you kind of splash that, you grab a handful, just throw it around in front of you while saying a prayer for the Lord's Prayer. And then you ask for protection. They didn't talk about the documentary of that. Right? They didn't talk about that part of the documentary. Uh, what's the other one? Um, some say Thai tea leaf. This is a Hawaiian style, so you put tea leaf in the Hawaiian salt and you put in the four corners of your room so the tongue can't make it into your the roof of your room and stuff. What else did they talk about? Oh, also, if or if anything, back if you have some, if you have the rice and salt, and it can be any kind of rice. Well, not Uncle Ben's rice, but you know, white rice. That's like white rice. Right? Put in a glass, like a. I have it in shot glasses around the house. So you put shot glasses around the house, filled with that, like in the four corners, like by the windows. them from it will protect any spirits from going through it so, so that's a big one way to protect it that wasn't talked about in the documentary I see
there's some Filipinos that still believe in that, some don't, which is totally cool. But, you know, overall, I feel like it was left out. Like, there was a lot of, the attention to detail was awesome. But they missed out a lot of things that I felt that should have been discussed. And that's why I kind of wanted to bring it up on my podcast account, Fire Time Stories. If you didn't know, it's on Spotify. So please follow it on there. But anyhow, yeah. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I'm trying to keep it at a short time in case you're stuck in traffic and you're looking for something interesting to listen to. You know, I kind of hope me blabbing on to pass the time. Right now it's like 10.22 p.m. Hawaii time and I'm like recording just to get it out. Uh, Yeah, so I, I hope you find this entertaining, educational, maybe interesting too maybe give me a follow you know I appreciate it um, so my name is Zeus 